Welcome and welcome to the very first podcast of Woe Unto Me. I'm uh, your host, Rod, here with my co-host, Butch. And uh, we just want to say welcome. We're glad that you're here. And uh, to get things started, don't be so quiet, Butch. Speak, come, on, come on in here, <laughs> I'm man. I'm just enjoying the intro. <laughs> Excuse me. I'm just enjoying the intro and the music we were listening to. It's right exciting on. stuff. It is. It is. So this is our very first podcast. Um a little bit about us. My name is Rod Tolls, and uh, I live in Surprise, Arizona. I'm a pastor, um, but I also have a full-time job as well. Um, my background is uh, I started out going to school for engineering, and God got a hold of my heart and pulled me into ministry. Uh, I'm a graduate of Phoenix Seminary, and uh, I just love teaching God's Word, and I, I, I love the discovery of what God has to say, Amen, um, and I think we're 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 kind of missing that in the church today. Um, so tell us a little bit about you. Yeah. So <clears throat> thanks, Rod. This is exciting stuff. We've been talking about this for months. Like, let's do this, and um, so it's finally here. So I'm Butch Newland. Um, yeah, I guess I'm I'm cleverly disguised as an underwriting manager, um, but I'm a disciple of Jesus. Um, I didn't grow up in the church, so it was all fresh to me in my mid-20s when God saved me and literally just found some great men that just focused me in on God's Word. It wasn't about church traditions or what other denominations or those things had. It was literally like, what does God's Word say? So for me, this is what's really exciting, to get together and just share things from God's Word and principles from His Word on how we should honor Him, obey Him, trust Him, abide in him, all those things that we're just excited to get together tonight and talk about it and, and hopefully share the things we're learning. And once we get some other things going, get email and other stuff, we can maybe have a little dialogue and answer questions. And But again, it's going to be all wrapped around God's word, not so much about what I think or what Rod thinks, but mm-hmm. what does God have to say to us? Amen. You know, you mentioned you didn't grow up in the church. I grew up in the church and I hated it. And so when I, when I turned 18 and left home, I was like, I'm done with that. And my mom told me once, don't ever be a pastor. Don't ever be a preacher. <laughs> and I said, why? I don't know, but just don't ever be a preacher. And God had other plans because here I am, uh, a pastor, a preacher, and I love preaching God's word. Um, so <laughs> now that is, that's interesting, Rod, because I didn't realize how we have similar things just told at different times. So mm-hmm. When I got saved in my mid-20s, it was very clear early on, like God was making it clear that I want you to teach my word. And I avoided it for at least a year. And when I finally said, okay, Lord, what do you want me to do? It was very clear. It was quit your job, go back to Bible college. 
And I went home to tell my parents, and my mom said the same thing. Really? You're throwing your life away. Mm. She said, I don't know what you're doing. You just got married. Your wife didn't marry a pastor. And she's like, you're throwing your life away. And I was wow, no, I'm actually going to go find my life. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah, isn't that interesting? It I is. didn't realize we had that in common. And Rod and I have known each other for a lot of years. For since the early 2000s. Yeah. Yeah. But uh, this is one of my best friends uh, sitting across from me. And uh, we just love talking about Jesus and, and, and what he's done. And um, this is our passion, if, if you can't tell. Yeah. <laughs> this is our passion. Yeah, so the, a big part of the premise of all this is when mm-hmm. Rod and I started thinking about it, it's like, what were the things we wanted to talk about? So I jotted down a few notes of things for myself. Like mm-hmm. when I started thinking about if we were going to have a podcast and have a little bit of a mission statement. So I just wrote down some some heavy hitters, and it's not all inclusive, but we want to glorify the Lord. You know, we want to abide in Him. We want to guard our hearts and our minds in Christ Jesus. We want to warn other people when when danger, danger is ahead. We want to make disciples. We want to proclaim the gospel, and we want to know Him. And the best way to do that is to put it all out there and say, hey, here's how we're trying to walk with the Lord. Here's how Rod and I have encouraged each other over a close to 20-year friendship. Mm-hmm. Um, and we've had those tough conversations with each other, you know, to hold yeah. each other accountable. Like, hey, brother, you know, Rod has told me many a times, hey, man, you got to walk worthy. And I've heard those words from you so many times when I was mm-hmm. maybe going down a path I shouldn't be. And that's what we're here for to yeah. hopefully continue to do as long as the good Lord allows us to talk. Amen. Amen. So our mission statement uh, contains uh, seven crucial biblical items that I think every Bible-believing Christian ought to hold to. Um, you want to you walk us through those? Sure. Yeah, so <clears throat> one of them is glorify the Lord. So I took that from Colossians. There's many places you can look <laughs> at it, but I took it from Colossians 3, 17, which says, And whatever you do in word or deed, do everything in the name of the Lord giving thanks to God the Father through him. Yeah. You know, yeah. Just a very simple, straightforward scripture, right? Everything we do, whether it's word or actions, yeah. right? it's that's all why, about the Lord. That's why God created us, right? To, to, bring, to bring him glory. Yep. Yeah. And we're giving him, and interesting, when you give him glory, you're giving him thanks. I mean, mm-hmm. that's the way Paul phrases it here. Yeah. That when you do that, you're giving thanks unto the Lord. Mm-hmm. It's amazing. Amen. Another one of them is abide in him. And I took that from John 8 and John uh, chapter 15. Mm-hmm. Both of those chapters are really clear about that, that Greek word meno, to abide, which mm-hmm. is really to make your dwelling or to make your home with him. Yeah. I'm like, that's such a beautiful picture of how the Lord wants us to be part of his family, to to live and dwell with him. I mean, that's the gift that we're given. The gospel is Jesus. It's not all these other things like you're going to get this, you're going to get that. When you really think of the gospel, it's that you get God. Yeah. And there's a sense of intimacy there in this mm. uh, being being at home with Christ and remaining with him, the sense of openness and, 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 and bareness before him. So, um, yeah, yeah I, I, I wish we could just realize that more today that we we can be open and and bare kind of like in the garden uh before the fall adam and eve were 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 naked and not ashamed and they had the sweet fellowship with with the lord and that's what that abiding is it's that remaining in that fellowship and that dependence and 
uh, sense of intimacy. So that's something mm-hmm. that we, we, we hold dear. Yeah, that's beautiful. <clears throat> and one of the other things we talked about was guarding our hearts and our minds. We took that from Philippians 4, 4 through 7. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, setting a watch over our hearts and our minds. It reminds me of Psalm 119. Like, how does a young man cleanse his way? He does it by taking heed according to his word. It's like, yeah. it's the only way that we can guard our hearts and our minds, mm-hmm. right? It's Amen. His word. Amen. Amen. Each and every day, every moment, every second. Uh, take those thoughts captives, uh, hold that tongue, uh, you know, pull in those reins and just uh, guard our hearts and our minds in Christ Jesus. Amen. And warning others, another one of the points that we talked about with this mission statement, right? That multiple places, but Ezekiel 33, there's the watchman who mm-hmm. is given this great charge to make sure that you're Telling, warning people, like it is on us. Yeah. I mean, we are supposed to warn people about what's to come. Second Thessalonians three thirteen and through fifteen is very clear about that too. That it is our job to warn people yes. of the dangers, whether they're inside the church or whether they're outside of the church. Um, I mean, it's God's job to judge us within the church, but mm-hmm. it is it's His job to judge those who are outside and. And the biggest part of what we do a lot of times is is lacking, that we don't warn each other in the church. Mm-hmm. If you call in the name of Christ, we should be saying, hey, brother, come alongside, or hey, sister, yeah. when we yeah. see you're headed for danger. But we've heard these words so much, like, don't judge, don't judge others. And it's mm-hmm. like, mm-hmm. no, the idea of not judging is because you're going to be measured the same way that you measure other people. Yeah. Now, that's very different. But because if, if I'm going to follow this word, mm-hmm. then I I hope and expect that other believers would hold me to that same thing. Yeah, yeah. It reminds me of uh, Paul when he was in Corinth and he was witnessing to the Jews in the synagogue, and they began to blaspheme him. Mm-hmm. And he told them, you know what, your your blood is on your own heads, and you know I'm 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 I'm, th- I'm through with this. And he took that from Ezekiel, where you know what, I've I've come, I've tried to warn you, you don't want to listen. Yeah. This is on you. And and who better to warn them than the very guy who was doing what they were doing? Mm-hmm. You know, sending people yeah. off to be killed because they were following Jesus. Mm-hmm. And here you have somebody who repents and turns away from all of that, gets saved, and he's the perfect person to speak to them about it. But then they shun him. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Heart yeah. of man, man. Just shows you the heart of man. It sure does. Um one thing that we also want to do is we want to make disciples. We want to follow the Great Commission and, and, and make disciples. We want, to, we want to lead men and women into Christ's likeness. And um, so no matter where you might find yourselves, uh, if, if you're listening to this, um, we want to help you be the best you that you can be, be, to be the best Christian that you can be. And that's really one of the foundational pillars of this podcast. Uh, we also want to proclaim the gospel. Um, I think that we're really lacking in the church today with proclaiming the gospel. We, pro- we, we proclaim a lot of things, but the gospel has to be central. And sadly, uh, I think if you were, asked, were to ask the, uh, the average Christian on the street, what is the gospel? I think you get eight different answers from three different people. Um, 
And the church really needs to get back to understanding what the gospel is. What did Jesus do? And why did he have to do it? And what's that mean for you and me as followers of Christ? When we look back at the cross and look back at his sacrifice, the fact that that should have been us on that cross suffering for our own sin. Um, the God, I mean, the cross is a beautiful instrument of, of, of redemption and forgiveness and um we really got to, as, as the church, universal, we really have to get back to the gospel. And you know what? That, that nails this point we're talking about here with proclaiming the gospel mm-hmm. is really where Rod and I came up with the idea of the WUM, right? This woe unto me, which it comes directly from Paul who says in 1 Corinthians nine sixteen, For if I preach the gospel, that gives me no ground for boasting, for necessity is laid upon me. Woe to me if I do not preach the gospel. And that really is it because Paul realized that of all of his toil, all of his trying to please God throughout his entire life, it was all about the law. And then when God shined the light of the gospel into his heart, into his mind, and into his eyes and even blinded his eyes, what he learned from the rest of his life was everything is a waste except for Mm -hmm. telling people about Jesus Christ. Because that's, that is the mission. The, the gospel is the main thing and should always be the mm-hmm. main thing. Mm-hmm. And when Rod and I were talking about, like, what's our, what would be if something simple that could keep us focused? It'd be like, well, woe unto me. Mm-hmm. Both of us know what our calling is. Both of us have tried other things and went other ways, and mm-hmm. we're still doing other types of work and things. But what is the thing that really drives both of us? It's the gospel, brother. Yep. It's it is it. the gospel. And there's nothing greater mm-hmm. than getting to preach the gospel. Yes. Whether it's one-on-one or whether it's standing in the pulpit, mm-hmm. nothing, nothing compares to the, the, the incredible intoxication, if you will, of getting to preach the gospel to somebody. Or even if it's one or if it's a couple thousand. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. Because in the end, God gets glory. And people hear his word and he saves some. And that's what it's all about. Amen. What it's all about. And then, you know, lastly, we want to know him. We want to know who Jesus is. We want that intimate relationship with him. And but will you will you read Philippians chapter two, yeah. um, verses eight through eleven? Yep, and I'm reading through the ESV. The uh, so in being found in the human form, this talk speaking of Jesus directly. He humbled himself by becoming obedient to the point of death, even death on a cross. Therefore, God has highly exalted him and bestowed on him the name that is above every name, so that the name of Jesus every knee should bow in heaven and on earth and under the earth, and every tongue confess that Jesus Christ is Lord to the glory of God the Father. Therefore, my beloved, as you have always obeyed, So now, not only as in my presence, but much more in my absence, work out your own salvation with fear and trembling. For it is God who works in you both to will and to work for his good pleasure. I read through verse 13 in case you guys are following along going, what? He said 8 through 12. (laughs) That's okay. (laughs) It's all good. But we want to know Jesus, and we want to know him in a deeper and more intimate way. And we want to encourage uh, those of you who are listening to get to know him. 
uh, in a deeper and more intimate and personal way. I mean, folks know if you ask people, yeah, we, we've heard of Jesus, we know who he is, but we want, we want to go beyond just that surface knowledge. We want to know who is this lover of our souls who, who loved us so much that he came to die for us. That's the Jesus that we want to know. I think we're around 15 minutes, which is probably typical of what I think we're thinking the format might be going forward. We may adjust it depending on you know how long it feels and how it feels to you all, mm-hmm. too, on what you want to hear. But we thought we might end here just to talk a little bit about what is the gospel and give a little teaser about next time mm-hmm. we get together and talk a little deeper about the gospel. So Rod and I were just joking because I said, you know, hey, I just wrote down a little things about the Greek and I'm telling him how I pronounce the Greek word for gospel. And of course, it's not pronounced correctly. I love the Greek language, but I really didn't like this part of it, like getting corrected because I couldn't pronounce it correctly. Um, (laughs) But love the the languages that God wrote his word in because they're so rich. But yeah, the euangelion, if I said it correctly. Euangelion. See? Euangelion. <laughs> See? I, so you oh, did it again. Yes. Uh, I did it again. Yeah, he yeah. coached me that's through so, this, that's and all I right, still brother. missed it. I love you anyway, man. It's all good. Yeah. But we do want to talk about what is the gospel? What is the good news? What's it all about? And as we were just talk, talking about earlier, uh, when people hear the word gospel, sometimes they, they think of Matthew, Mark, Luke, and John. as Oh, the gospels. Yep. And it's Just a well the books. Known, yeah, not the gospels, but the gospel, singular. What is the gospel? And uh, it seems that uh, uh, the church today doesn't understand what the gospel is. You ask most people, what's the gospel? They go immediately to John 3.16. But it's like, but is that what the gospel is? Or is that kind of a synopsis of the gospel? What is the meat and potatoes of the gospel? And uh, if you join us the next time we get together, we're going to talk about the meat and potatoes of what the gospel is. Um, So join us. Come back. Yeah, please. Yeah, we're looking forward to it. I hope you are too. I hope this gave a little bit of insight into who we are and who you might be listening to. Um, We hope to, to bring our best of God's word and hope you'll enjoy it. Amen. And we're just two guys, two brothers who love each other, who love Jesus, who just want to share the good news of his word with others. Uh, We're not professionals by any stretch of the imagination, but we are real, and and, and that's just how we come off. Yep. Hopefully, you'll hear us. We're just going to be real. We're going to sometimes be raw, but we're going to be authentic and be who God has made us and continue to work towards being more and more like him. So, yeah, please join us next time. Yeah, we'll see you then. Take care, everybody. Lord bless you. So if you want to reach out to us, you can email us at wm2guys, spelled out G-U-Y-S, at yahoo.com. Look forward to interacting with you. Amen. Have a blessed day.